Let's get real, let's get inspirational, a little bit emotional, and let's shed some sunshine. This is the Sunshine Steven Podcast. Welcome! Good day and happy Friday! It's the weekend, yay! And today's episode is super, 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 super fun. Um, Just like with the previous episodes with Scream, this is another Scream episode, so so sorry if you're not a fan, but I'm here with, well, not in person, we did it via Zoom because COVID, Um, and we live far apart. But (laughs) I'll be talking with Kelsey Martin today with all things Scream, covering the whole franchise, why she loves it, she's going to recast some characters with drag queens, and talk about Scream 5 and our hopes and wishes for that. So let's get right to it. Well, welcome back to the iconic Kelsey Martin to the Sunshine Steven podcast. How are you? I am doing great. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Um, also forgot to mention because side note, yeah, we did talk for like 30 minutes before this. The oh, weather yeah. here, amazing. Is it? Yeah, it was a high of like 79 today, but there's no humidity like in Florida. So I've been wearing a sweater for like two days in a row, not to brag. <laughs> but I'm sure where you're at, it's probably... Yeah, it's like, to, it's like in the 70s today, but like, I don't know, I've like acclimated to New England. So like, I don't wear a sweater unless it's like below 67 now. Isn't that so fucked up? <laughs> That's really fucked up. I'm taking your Florida cart. <laughs> I deserve <laughs> like, it. I deserve it. Yeah. Oh, it's so, uh, I'm just so ready. The leaves are starting to fall and I'm just, oh, spooky season. Here we go. Um, Speaking of spooky season though. Oh, what was that? I'm sorry. I totally just like ran over you. you We're terrible. (laughs) We're just so excited. You go. So excited. But um, you should definitely try to make it out to a haunted hayride. I went on one last year and it was the most fun. I'm sure you could find one that's, like, COVID-friendly, too. Yeah. They have, um, we've seen some advertisements. One was, like, in the middle of nowhere in North Carolina, and I was like, that's how they really are going to kill the gays. So, let's skip that one. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, but I did see one. It was, like, a haunted attraction somewhere, but, like, you just drive in your car, and I'm like, no one might, like, I'd get scared and accidentally run somebody over. I went on one last year. My friend Sophie came up to visit me from Florida because she'd never seen fall because, like, we're from South Florida. Right. um, So she came up, and we were on this haunted hayride, and I'm, like, sitting there minding my business, and Sophie was just, like, we're just sitting there. We're talking, whatever. We're like, oh, it's so spooky. And the people across from us, um, like, in the the haymobile, I don't know what it's called. That's what I'm calling it. um, Start start yelling and, like, pointing behind me, and I'm, like, a dumb fuck. So I'm just standing there, and I'm just like, what? What's Like, not even looking behind me. And I look behind me, and there's this dude. It's, like, standing there, like, hanging over, like, the hay thing behind me. Like, one of those, like, creepy, you know, he's dressed like a scarecrow. Yeah. So I start yelling at that point. But that was a moment where I realized I would die very early in a horror movie. Because how long was he there? (laughs) Right. He could have been there the whole time. (laughs) Literally, he could have been. And Sophie and I are just next to each other being like, oh, wow, that was creepy. Yeah, that's so spooky. You sound like Anna Faris a little bit there. my goal she is an icon i, I love her love i love bimbo queens i really do her like uh, I'm really with my icon yes love it 
<laughs> I feel like I would make it a good portion of a horror movie because I can't really do, and I'm, I've, I think I've talked about this before with somebody, I can't really do haunted houses because the one and only that I've ever done, I punched the first person that jumped out right in the face and they were like, we need you to leave. <laughs> they escorted you out. They literally did though. They were like, we, we have to have you leave. And I was just like, I'm so sorry. Like I just, fight or flight mode, I go into fight mode. So, and I'm not one to be like, oh, what's that spooky noise? Let's go. Like, no. And I'm not above, like, leave everything behind. Jump in the car and go. I know people are like, no, we have to go save Mary. Fuck Mary. Mary's gone. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what my motives. It's not really fight or flight because, like, I do this in horror movies, too. We're also on roller coasters. And I always have to warn people when they go with me for the first time. When I get scared, I start laughing. And so I look like a fucking psycho. Psycho. Possessed. I remember being in high school and going to watch Paranormal Activity. And, like, oh. my friend Eve. And I'm just, like, cackling the whole movie. And she's like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, I'm a nervous laugher. The minute anything bad happens, I also just think it's really funny. I got startled. And so I'm just I'm like, ha yeah. Startled. <laughs> yeah. Oh my I could see Ghostface calling you and be like, What's your favorite scary movie? And you're like, ah, you're so funny. Stop, you big flirt. Yeah. I will tell you a little bit more about this later. This is definitely a teaser, but there is a death in the screen series that I fully believe would be my death. And that's Oh my gosh, I should have oh now right. I wanna think of it'll give me time to think of what death okay, all right. I'm trying See, to I already think. went into this as an advantage because the first time I watched it, I was like, I feel so seen. <laughs> yeah. I think I, okay, I think I have one in my mind. Okay. okay. I'm going to be well, so excited if we have the same one. I'm I know. Okay. So um, speaking of, before we get into Scream, because this is all about Scream, of course, I uh, wanted to talk about uh, scary movies in general, um, talk about recent ones, especially now with the age of COVID. Um, we've actually, my husband and I, of course, for you, I always say we. I know you know, but they probably are like, we hit, like, split personality. We've, um, I think we're on the last one now. Yeah, we're on Freddy versus Jason. So we've done the whole Friday the 13th slash Jason marathon. We might do Halloween next. Not sure. Um but there is one movie that actually um, Zachary, uh, not our Zach, but Zachary, um, the one that I did the Scream one with, he's uh, the host of In Another World. He told me about, it's called Host, and it's on Shutter, And that's why I'll give you my password so you can watch it. Thank you, you were my angel. And it is, um, funnily enough, because we are on Zoom, it is a Zoom base. They did it through quarantine, fucking kidding yeah and it's i'm it legit scared us and that's so hard to do but the quality is just so top notch i am literally very 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 excited because like i don't know i'm like you i feel like we're so desensitized yeah they could be like oh they cut this person up and i'm like cute yeah like very specific things where I'm like oh it's happening to someone's eye I have you know it's like but other than that like I don't know even um to prep for this I was watching um the scream series of my friend Amanda Mm -hmm. who's on who's a friend of the podcast yes (laughs) well um and we were watching um the scream series to kind of prep for this and she's like jumping and being like oh no oops and I was just like oh yeah that part was cool yeah awesome shot (laughs) 
like my brain is my brain is dead. <laughs> yeah, which I have to say for that series, I think the third season was the best. Right. Mainly because um they have the original ghost face mask. Oh my god, truly, truly. Where it's like I really did enjoy the series. I we did too. We were kind of mad that the after the second season they didn't continue with the same cast and story, but we liked the third one too. Yeah, that they probably wanted to like diversify it a little bit more. Yeah. You know, it's like how many more TV shows can you watch about like a group of white teens? White teens getting like, yeah. Yeah, I feel like um, I, you lost a lot of that emotional buy-in that they yeah. built in seasons. Not to say that some of the characters weren't amazing. It's like wasn't Kiki Palmer in it? Yeah, she was amazing. Yeah. Dude, Kiki Palmer is amazing. And also, I feel a weird, like, sisterhood to her because, like, I have not slept with this guy. But one of my friends slept with Kiki Palmer. I can tell you more about that off the air. Oh. But... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> they had, like, a one-night stand. And now whenever I see her, I'm like, we know you... someone. We're mutuals. Even though I would never sleep with him. He's, like, my brother. But, like. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, she, it was amazing. But it, I love how they try to dive they did, it was a lot of diversity and stuff like that, but then, like, the main character ended up being a white girl. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, so. we're like, mm, of course. Like, they try sometimes, maybe, not really. So yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to remember the name of this one I saw. Oh. oh you... So I watched one recently, and it definitely weirded me out, and, like, there were parts of it. I was like, that's gross. So I looked away, but um, did you watch One Bedroom on Netflix? It's, like, we... A- we keep seeing like previews but we're like do we want to watch this it's like it's worth a watch okay because it's weird it's really weird and i know you like me i like weird yeah every once in a while i'm like give me something where i'm like what just happened yeah um but like i don't know it didn't really scare me but it was definitely weird so it's worth a watch. So I think that's probably the most recent one I've watched, other than, like, my homework for this. Yes. I mean, I could watch Scream over and over. Yeah, we keep seeing the one-bedroom one, and we're like, okay, okay yeah, we might watch it. We'll, we'll probably end up watching it, because we're running out of stuff to watch. Another one, too, and I had never seen it. It's, like, an early 2000s movie, and I had never seen it, and I was genuinely impressed. Hold on. I wonder... Let me Google because I can never remember anything. And that's why, too, not sponsored, but Shudder is really amazing because it has so many. It's all horror movies and documentaries and stuff like that, too. Oh, I'm going to say Shudder is sponsoring you, and that means they need <laughs> to give you money. You have to. You hear that, Shudder fuckers? <laughs> hear that. Um, but it was called Frozen, much like. <laughs> But it's different. I hope no parent ever confuses the two. But it's about these, like, I was very impressed with it, honestly, for an early 2000s horror movie of three white teens. Like, I'm a hypocrite. I was just talking about that a second ago. Right. Um, It was like, one of the girls in it was like, are you a Final Destination fan? Yeah. Okay, yeah. One of the girls in it was like from like, I think Final Destination 3 or 4. She was like The roller coaster one? I think so. I might have been the roller coaster one or it might have been the racetrack one. But... She was cool anyway, but um, it's these three teenagers that go on the ski lift, and um, they get stuck on the ski lift. Oh! It was gruesome! Did we... I think we were going to watch that. Let me... Now I'm... I'm... I watched it, but, like, I think I was just kind of scrolling through, and I was just kind of bored one night, and I was like, oh, this Frozen. Seems yes! People who do Final Destination. I love dumb, campy shit. And then I clicked it, and I was like, 
wow, that actually freaked me out a lot. Like, I know I like a movie if I, like, Google things about it for, like, an hour after I watch it. Yeah, same. But I did that, and I was like, okay, I liked it. Okay, so this is, yeah, we haven't seen, there was another one that was, like, a similar, um, but it wasn't uh, a ski lift, like, it was, I don't know what they're called. It's like a ski lift, but it has, it's like the the box one that has glass around it and everything, like a mono, I don't know. Um, but this, but it was a foreign film and I, as much as I love, it's really hard for me to, cause they dubbed over it and I was like, I can't do it. Like, give me subtitles. Dub never is good. Like I, I love Korean horror movies. I think they are brilliant. Like I love Parasite and that's like kind of more of a drama. It like, it still has like that kind of like, ah, to it. Um, yeah. The Sun is like one of my favorite movies, like probably top three favorite movies. Cause just like, you know, you know me, it's like, wow. Yeah things and zombies yes and, um, and just it's it's fun it's fun and like a couple of actors that look like normal humans which is always nice but now looking fun. at this movie um it has ice he played iceman in the x-men um okay. sean ashmore that was a sexual awakening for steven as a kid so love him and then somebody from Gossip Girl. He played the drug dealer in Gossip Girl. Also, I don't know who Cody was in this. Yes, yes he did. And it's funny because the only one I was like, had definitely like actually been like, oh, this is a person. She's in Final Destination 5. I was really oh, okay. Sean Ashmore, he is low-key like fine as hell. He is. I, I don't know who the, the character Cody was, but he's actually played by Kane Holder who played Jason. I also don't know who Cody was, even though I watched the movie. Was he was he a bad guy? Because that's what he was. Came... There's no bad guys. Oh, that would be really interesting. Like, kind of the villain is kind of the other nature. Yeah. Okay. You know? I wonder who he played because he's played. Cody, the character. <laughs> yeah, he played um, Jason in like four or five of the Jason movies, and then he also played Leatherface in something. Um, yeah, he's a badass. I don't think I've watched the Halloween movies all the way through or like the or like the Friday the thirteenth all the way through and I need to. You need to. We um we like a year or two ago got the the Nightmare on Elm Street set and then the Friday the thirteenth and the Halloween. So it's just so crazy to see like from the eighties to the nineties to the early two thousands, like the cultural difference, but all of them Speaking, going back to Scream, all of them, you can tell after Scream came out, had, like, they tried to mimic it in some way. So it's so good. What's, like, your favorite, like, really, when I say old school, I'm not talking about, like, Nosferatu or whatever. I'm talking, like, what's your favorite, like, older school? Like, slashery or Slasher, yeah. It's really hard, and I think it would come down to either Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, or... Um, Halloween. Right. I would have to probably... Oh, it's really hard. I would... Because uh, all of them I like in different ways, but I would say looking at story-wise and everything like that, it would probably be Nightmare on Elm Street because you have Robert England, who's amazing in every single one, and it's so unique because, you, like, sleeping, how do you escape that even though he's a pedo like that's yeah. the creepy part but I do love Halloween but I will say Friday the 13th though actually going back to it because 
and I and they, I know they talk about it in Scream. Like the first one wasn't Jason; it was his mom. And like even in the second one, he doesn't have the. It's not until the third movie that he gets the hockey mask. Yes, and it's just you have you feel no connection to these characters. You're like, kill them off. Nobody right? cares. It's a little like I don't know. It's 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 a little satisfying, and it's like probably fucked up that it's satisfying, but it's okay. I think mine would right. probably be. Um, I love Evil Dead. Oh, I do. Yeah. I love Evil Dead. I think it is brilliant. I think it is so fucking funny. Like, I yeah. watched Evil Dead and I laughed so hard. Not the remake, whatever, but, like, the original. Yeah, the remake was Dead. just gory and gruesome. I didn't mind it, but, like, they just were like, let's gross people out. Yeah, and it's like, part of it is sure. Let's gross yeah. people out. Also, they were missing kind of, like, the funny parts of it. And then Correct. I loved, 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 and I rewatched it during quarantine, actually, um, Candyman. Oh yes, I can't wait for the new one. I'm so and I'm so glad that they've decided to kind of wait until movie theaters are safe to be in again. Correct. Not just released on Netflix because, like, as nice as it is to have like real things come out like in real time for you, like I'm willing to wait for that because, like, mm-hmm. I trust Jordan Peele. <laughs> like, yes, this that you guys have made, like, do it. Yep, I'm so excited for that. Yeah, I do love Candyman. I did also enjoy. I know what you did last summer. Of the two, not the third one. The third one was fucking awful. Exactly. I will always know what you did last summer. It was so bad. <laughs> so bad. Last summer forever. Yeah. I think that the most, I don't know, overrated slash like guilty pleasure was the Chucky franchise. <laughs> I have watched maybe half of one Chucky, but I can't get into it. I'm I like, can't. My thing is, I'm a giant. And I'll kick that motherfucker. <laughs> like, <laughs> See, like, I'm not a giant by any means. But, but you're still taller than he is. True. But I would also never have a doll in my home. Correct. Like, I don't have children. And I I don't know. That's not my jam. I know some people are like, I like to collect dolls. I'm like, good for you. Thanks, girl. Like, that's not my dream. Get the fuck out of my house. Yeah, it's super creepy. But we actually watched the remake that came out last year with Aubrey Plaza. Yeah, it came out last year. Actually, it was pretty good. We liked it, but it was more of a comedy. But it also, I mean, Aubrey Plaza is so fucking funny anyways. But it also made you sympathize with Chucky because he starts like, like if people, they really set him up to be like, Oh, I kind of see where he's going. Like, there's uh, his um, Andy is a little boy's name, and they made him for some reason. They made him deaf in this, and it's he has a, a hearing aid and everything. But like, his mom's boyfriend's an asshole to him, so Chucky ends up killing him um, and everything. And I'm just like, he doesn't understand. He has like a like a, and he's like Chucky, no, you can't do that. And he was like. Well, he hurt you. He because he, he like slams the boy down, and he's like, he hurt you. So I just wanted to make sure, and like, I don't know. I just felt like sympathy for him. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you've seen this one. It's not as old school, but um, it is one of those movies. Like, I think everyone has movies that they make people watch. They're like, mm-hmm. everyone has to watch this movie. Um, it's called I think John and Tucker versus Evil. Yes, bruh. Yes, I make everyone watch that movie because I think it's so good. <laughs> great class critique yes like the inherent fear in like middle class people of like lower class people or like white trash like yes from one white trash to another <laughs> like, yes exactly 
so good and makes me laugh so hard and it is also just gruesome it is so gruesome it's, like, it's so good the premise is just so funny i don't know i love some campy shit oh you no <laughs> <laughs> no um yeah i actually found i think it's right it's called status anxiety i found this book and i'm excited to read it but it's all about how um americans in particular are always like scared of their status in the world and like class right and i'm like no baby girls no, let me not do this i shall i have so many books i'm reading right now but right right i'm reading a weird book right now but i really love it um, it's called the holy bible <laughs> Bible, and um, I came here to ask you if you've met my friend Jesus Christ. Um, I'm like, I went to school with Jesus. <laughs> if I was just like suddenly a Mormon on this podcast, like I was like, I'm here to like convert you. You know, that's my goal. But I'm gonna hold it up because we're recording on Zoom. But it's called House of Leaves, and it's oh, it's th- <laughs> oh, she thick. Um, but oh. yeah, it's about um, it's about a book where it's not about a book. It's about um, a house where fucking liar. <laughs> it's about a house where the inside is bigger than the outside, and oh. yeah, and then um, it's told through three different narrators at once, and so like you really have to pay attention, and then like it flips around sometimes, or like it gets like hold on, let me find a weird page. Like there'll be like literally four words on a page randomly, oh. and then other times it'll be like that. Oh, it, other times it's upside down. It's blank. Yeah. <laughs> And it, it, the reason they do it, I was reading about it because I was like, why? Because it, it, it creates um, a little bit of, um, what do you call it? Like, what's it called when people are scared of, like, being in small spaces? Oh, a claustrophobic? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I forgot the word. I was, like, I was talking, and I was like, it starts with a C. It's a- <laughs> but it makes you feel really claustrophobic because you're, like, flipping the book around and stuff. And so you start feeling a little anxious. And, like, you're like, oh, my God. But it's it's so good, and it's so scary. And it has, like, an unreliable narrator, which is always my favorite. Always good, yeah. He's having, like, psychotic breakdowns and stuff like that. So you're like, okay, how much of this is real, like, horror? Yeah. And like just like you know mental illness horror and so it's very good i'll let you know when i finish it it's probably gonna take 800 years but yeah i'm gonna i wrote it down i'm gonna definitely have to and i feel like that's something that you because i switch back and forth between my kindle and like physical books that's a physical book for sure i don't know how you could do it on a kindle yeah it would be weird i'd be like this is malfunctioning you're like um hello and it it would like you'd probably have to like freeze the screen so it doesn't like flip around exactly yeah like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, too too much. Um, so speaking of Scream, let's get into why we love Scream. I feel like I've talked about it so much, and we've talked about it a little bit on your um, one of your episodes. I can't remember. It was part one or part two. Probably both. I don't know. Why do you, Kelsey Martin, love Scream so much? So I love Scream um, because I think it's a very smart movie. Um, I think it is very, very self-aware. Um, mm-hmm. I love horror movies, and it's like... I don't know, but also horror movies are kind of a dime a dozen. Yeah. Like, you see one, you see most of them, right? Yeah. Every, there's nothing original, everyone just remakes things. So I think when Scream came out, it was actually, like, I was way too young to watch it when it first came out. Same. Yeah. We like, were, like, five. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like, I'm in kindergarten, you know? Yeah. And that would have been a lot. But, like, <laughs> you know, I think it's, like, the whole idea behind it where it's in on the joke, Mm-hmm. It's so fun and just so refreshing, but it still has like a bit of that like punch to it. You know, yeah. like, like, I also like it because it's a little dated and nostalgic, and I love it. Is it. yeah, I'm curious to see what they're how they're gonna 
because they spruced up for Scream 4, but then for Scream 5, which will be another 11 years later, like, there's so much technology. Because back then, I remember there wasn't, you know, caller ID and stuff like that. I think in, what, the second movie, she had caller ID. Gotcha moment. Yeah. (laughs) She's like, this is blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, ooh, bitch, she got you. Yeah. (laughs) She's color ID now, or even like the first scene of the first movie relies so heavily on a on a handheld phone, you know. Yes, yeah, and it was the actual real working phone. And Drew Barrymore accidentally called the police once. Shut up! I didn't. Yeah, know. I watched. I was watching to prep for this to get like behind the scene facts. Yeah, and she accidentally called the police once and was like, "Oops!" <laughs> and they're like, "All they." And it was a uh, a part where she was like screaming, and they're like, "Hello, ma'am, do you need?" Help? And she was like, "Oops." <laughs> just like anyway hangs up we're filming a movie my bad i'm drew barrymore (laughs) i'm drew barrymore i'm gonna just say that now when i make a mistake like oh yeah Yeah, they'll be like oh okay (laughs) cool so um i feel like another reason why because i agree i i love scream because of that reason it's very smart it was very fresh was way too young it was actually the first horror movie um that i watched and I was still too young. I was like maybe eight, nine, or ten. I don't know. And then, you know, you're like, I'm a a big child. I can, you know, handle this. And my mom was like, sure, have a go at it. And I had nightmares and it was awful. But now I watch it. I'm like, oh, I love it. But another reason why I love it is because the characters, kind of like we were talking about, like with the Friday the 13th and stuff like that, like you don't they're just killing off random teenagers and you're like, I feel no connection to you. Like it was all about the kills in that, um, which I, th- I think they have creative kills in Scream as well too, but it was really the characters that stuck out to me as well. So who were some of your favorite characters in the franchise so far? Man. Um, so I'm going to do good guys versus bad guys. I think. Okay. That's perfect. So I love, 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 love Sydney. Oh right? yeah the final girl she is there is no other final girl except mm-hmm. she's excellent we love gail um and my bad guys it was funny i was talking about this with amanda we watched it and she was like man like she was like billy is like so fine whatever and i'm like me and my like weird taste in men i'm like but, <laughs> but really yeah <laughs> such a matthew lillard toe yes he's just Stu is makes the first movie to me i think he is yeah perfect i just i he's the best he's like the best comedic relief and yes point where he's just like my mom and dad are gonna be so mad yes and i think that line was actually improvised was it really yeah i think that and then like when he um uh, when he throws the phone and it hits him, he that was an accident too because it slipped out of his hand and he goes, "Hit him with the fucking phone." That was improvised too. Honestly, Matthew Lillard, I follow him on Twitter and I love him. I think he is just such. Give him a- an Oscar. Yes. Oh my god, the Shaggy, we deserve. Yes. Yes. So Do you watch the- Good Girls? No. Should I? Yes, he's uh, he's in it. You're like writing it down. It's it's on Netflix. Oh, oh my god. It's so good. I'm not gonna try to get. I'm, I'm gonna try to stay on topic. We could talk after this, but it's so so good. Oh my God, Anyways, okay. back to it. <laughs> but yeah, I think those are mine. I think those are my faves. Who are yours? Uh, I've, I've hands down, Sydney is the best, and 
I loved um, Gail as it progressed more and more. Like, the first one was, like, you're kind of a bitch with what you're doing, but I kind of love it. Secret gay in me, like, oh, okay. And by the fourth one, I was like, everybody get the... F- when when she got attacked and stabbed in the fourth one and I thought she was going to die, I was like, I will walk out this motherfucking movie theater. Kill yeah. Dewey. Fuck Dewey. <laughs> like, Fuck Dewey. Fuck Dewey. Like, Gail, I fall for it every movie. When yeah. Every movie, I'm like, this is it. This is, they're going to kill her. <laughs> that, yeah, I will never watch this again. Like, no, literally. I'm like, this is it. The movie is canceled. Yes. You know, I also really loved Kirby in the fourth one. Because I feel like she, she was like a mini Sydney, Like, no shit taking, like, oh. So- and and uh, as for a bad bitch, um... What was her name? Was her name Jill in it? Um, Emma Roberts' character? Jill. We could be wrong, but who knows? Yeah. She, oh, she killed that. She literally. (laughs) (laughs) She really did. She really did. I I liked her. I thought she was a very, very good villain. I just think that whole ending sequence with her beating the shit out of herself. Right? Golden. That just... I don't the way like I'm sure as an actor that was so fun. Yeah, I'm sure it was fun as an actor, but I feel like I would feel so stupid doing it. Like <laughs> now you're gonna run into that picture frame as fast as you can. Okay. <laughs> Two, one through the coffee table. Right. Like, oh, okay, cool. Like if awesome. you are going to break it with your body. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I feel like those are the top I, I mean, I love Jamie Kennedy's uh Randy. Yes. Um, but he was killed off so soon. But I agree. Matthew Lillard, ugh, amazing. I just, like, I don't know. I think, and I like how we each have, like, our individual favorite villain. Yes. It's, like, so important. It really is. I think, though, I didn't mind um, the third, gosh, what is, Scott Foley. I didn't yeah. mind him as a villain, but. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad as a villain. It wasn't bad, but I really love, I just really love when a female <laughs> Patrick Dempsey. I, I did too. I really wanted to be Patrick so bad. And then in the second one, I didn't, I, I knew it was a red herring. I was like, it's not going to be the boyfriend. They can't do this. I, for some reason, <laughs> I thought it was going to be Rebecca Gayhart and Portia. <laughs> yes. Like the really dumb side characters just come out and be like, bitch, we want all this. Literally. So like, I was discussing this again with Amanda and we were watching the second one. So, like, the boyfriend in the second one, I could not root for him. He reminded me of every fraternity redacted. Dude, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> we're at our college. Like, every single one. Where I was just like, Amanda and I were just sitting here and we are just like, oh, this man knows his way around roofies. Like, yeah. we don't like him. He voted yeah, for Trump. So, like, <laughs> Yes, and you were, like, supposed to feel bad for him. And, and I was like, no. He voted for Trump, but he's one of those people who, like, told everyone he was going to vote for Hillary. And then, yeah. Like, anyway, because it's better for his daddy's business. Exactly. Man, man. Just- he, yeah. And um, it's, I actually have been watching this, um, it's been around for a couple years, this YouTube channel, it's uh, called Dead Meat, and he does kill counts. It's so good. His name is James A. Anjanese. Um, he's a cupid tootie. Um, but he does these, and his girl, his girl, well, 
fiance now they got engaged her name is uh rebecca and she's she makes cosplay costumes and they're amazing so i'm obsessed with them i actually tweeted out that i was obsessed with them even though they've been on the internet for a couple years and she liked my tweet so like we're friends but he he does kill counts and he did the scream series where he breaks down it's really a summary and then he shows the kills and um the boyfriend in the second one he always does a golden um chainsaw kill like the best kill of the movie and the doll machete he got the doll machete because he was just like shot and raised back up like who cares and i was like but it was so fitting of his character because nobody gave a shit right like there was i could not make myself care about him i literally like and that singing scene in the cafeteria there's a lot like i was saying it too i was like i would be mortified like i am not a pda girl i am not like a public displays of like love I would have walked away. <laughs> Bruh. I would have been like, Ghostface, take me out now. <laughs> okay, you know, like, take me out. Right. <laughs> I'm here, you coward. You know, like, <laughs> like, seriously. It was so bad. Maybe he's the worst character then. <laughs> Him and Dewey. Dewey just serves no purpose. He's like, why does he walk like that? And he messes up his walk, too. Because he was, he was stabbed. I was seeing, I was reading something like, I think it was supposed to be limping on one part, but he was like limping on the wrong side of his body because he was stabbed in the first one. I'm just like, no shade to David Arquette, but I'm just like. Yeah. I just, every time I look at him, I think about Medium because of his sister. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. It, uh. Big, big medium fan. Yeah, he, yeah, he serves no purpose. Um, but moving on the, the train of favorite things, what about your favorite kills of the movie? So my favorite kill, and this is where I'll bring up the one where I, the way I think I would die, because mm-hmm. it's my favorite kill. Rose McGowan's kill is how I would die. Because yes! such a fucking bitch that, like, I'd be like, what, is that a knife? Are you gonna, like, Stab me. Whatever, bitch. That was mine, too. Exactly. That would be me. Like, what am I supposed to die now? I think that's from, they made fun of it in Scary Movie. They did. Like, I want to make it to the sequel. That's me. That's me. Like, I I could never. But um, I think that is the one that, like, speaks to my soul. Same. Right? But I think in terms of just, like, fave deaths, period. And, like, so many of them are going to come from the first movie because I'm such a first movie Yeah, the first movie was... I do like Steve's death. I thought that the TV was hilarious. Yes. It was just like... Well, because you get most of the kills are, like, knife. And so, like, when they don't do a knife, slice, cut, whatever, i.e. the garage, and then the TV was just so unique. Also, Jada Pinkett Smith. Yes. Okay, so you'll have to go back, because, spoiler, um... Kelsey has not listened to the two episodes that I did so far, but we talk about that and like how that the the opening to Scream Two is just as iconic as the yeah. opening to Scream One because it makes you feel like you're in a safe place, you're in a public place. There's no bad things that can happen, and shit gets real. And just Jada Pinkett Smith is just a treasure. She is amazing. She. I was going to say I'm an entanglement with August. <laughs> Literally, literally, aren't we all? But I think we've all been in an entanglement with an August type, you know? But Yeah, like August, uh, Taylor Swift's song from Brooklyn. <laughs> True. <laughs> but, like, that's, like, such a good one. Like, it I is. Know, listening to Scream 3 is not really... Shitty. Good. 
but the fourth one made me laugh a lot. The fourth one, yeah. It faked me out, though. I was pissed, but then I was like, oh, okay, go with their joke. And I'm like, oh, my God, is that Kristen about? And then I'm like, oh, oh, okay, is this the real one? Okay, this must be the real one, because they're unknown actresses. But it pissed me off, because it was, like, two minutes in the movie, and you had the kill, and I was like, what? Yeah, right? And it, it did kind of desensitize you to the actual opening kill versus, like, the, you know, the... Yeah. I'll be curious what they do with um, uh, Scream 5. Like, there's rumors, and we'll talk about Scream 5 more probably, too. There's rumors that Selena Gomez is going to be that first opening kill. Interesting. Yeah, because she started following Courtney Cox and stuff like that, and um, Courtney Cox, I think, commented on one of her posts and was like, be seeing you soon. And I'm like, huh. Like ends up playing Courtney Cox's daughter or something. I could see that. Even casting her that way. I could see her with like the throwback Wizard of Waverly place slash um, Gail Weatherstorm's streaky hair. <laughs> the the, the red. Yes, the bang. The red was rough, dude. The red was, but I kind of liked it. I didn't hate it as much as, as the bangs. On to- like, they're not bangs. It looks like, you know, when a toddler gives themselves Yes. <laughs> It was, it was like, girl, your stylist made a mistake. Yeah, so bad. So bad. I, yeah. I wonder, uh, and it has to be awkward, side note. Now that they're divorced and everything, David Arquette and Courtney Cox having to work together. Right. But I feel like they're professional. Yeah, I hope so. And, like, I, I like Courtney. I really I do, do. too. I, like I like David Arquette, but I just hate Dewey. Yeah. <laughs> why I have issues with David Arquette is because I see him as Dewey. Dewey all the time. He did just do a movie where he played a, a wrestler, and you know how I'm, I feel about wrestling, so I want to kind of watch it. Ooh. So what's your favorite kill? Tatum's, yeah. Rose McGowan's. It's my favorite, because it just stuck out so much to me, and it always reminded me, like, it scared me when I would go to my grand, because, you know, growing up, as I did living in a trailer. There was no garage moment. But my grandparents had a garage and it always scared me. I was like, could you imagine just sitting there and then somebody coming out and be like, and I'm like, where would you go if they're blocking the door? And I'm like, doggy door it up. You gotta. And like, I thought about it watching it too. Cause I'm like a girl with like, you know, a larger chest area myself. I wouldn't make it. Yeah. Like, we're both a little thick, so. Yeah, exactly. I was just, like. I don't think I would even try the doggy door. I'd take one look at that and be, like, no. No, like, yeah. Like. But I love that she fought back so, so much, too, that it was. So much. God bless her. I think every horror fan has one of those, like, kills that, like, traumatizes them. Yes. Like, it's one of the. I think mine is um the Final Destination 2 with the, with the, the, what do you call it? The spikes that come out of the back of the car in the car accident. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's mine. Not the spikes. It's, like, wood. It's, like, the big It's a log, the log truck. Yes. When, like, I think about Every that. time we go drive and we see it. Planes. Yes. We're, like, nope. Final destination. Gotta go. Nope. Hey, Satan. Like, I'm moving. <laughs> like, yeah. That's how I feel when I see garage doors now. I'm, like, hmm. Yes. Yeah, we, we do the same. I'm, I, we, if I'm driving and there's a log truck, nope. Not today. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. I also did really enjoy... Um, of course, the uh, Scream 2 with Jada Pickett Smith and then um, Drew Barrymore's death is so iconic too. But like the way, oh, it's so iconic where she's just like hanging there and like, oh, 
And it kind of hurts your feelings because her it parents does. are so close to finding her. Yes. It's, it's so intense. You're like, you could have saved her, but not really. I mean, if there's a... Like, you know, it's like... It's yeah. A good and, like, rewatching it, like, I'm, I'm not even going to say spoiler alert because, like, if you haven't watched it... You haven't. Yeah. You're a piece yeah. of shit. Like, watching it again, being like, okay, well, that was, like, Stu's ex-girlfriend. Yeah. You know? like, hmm. And it kind of, like, makes sense in, like, a twisted way as to why that would be, like, their trial kill. Yeah. I guess not trial kill because they did kill Sydney's mom, but, like... Yeah. Back into the spot. Yeah, trial, trial, child to kill. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because they were teenagers. (laughs) Yeah, we're teens. Meanwhile, they look older than you and I, and we're like, what? Yeah, I'm like, okay, sure. (laughs) Yeah. So I did this. Um, I did uh, all of these, but uh, with Zach, but this one, uh, the oh shit moment. So what are some oh shit moments? From any of the movies that like. As soon as you were just like, oh shit, like I can't believe that. Just I almost said, I can't believe it's not butter, but I mean. <laughs> I also can't believe it's not butter. I know. <laughs> but um, I think a big oh shit moment is um, in the second movie, the whole scene where um, Dewey and um, Gail, I almost called, I almost said Dewey and Courtney. Like, <laughs> I mean, Stephen <laughs> Arkin is no longer a person to me. Yeah. But, um, but, like, when they make out in, like, the theater, and then she ends up in the soundproof room. Mm. That is bullshit on that. Yes. That gave me so much anxiety as a kid. It's so stressful. She's just in the soundproof room, and she can't tell can't him. Here, yeah. You know? It's like, man, it's rough. I think that's my big oh shit. What's yours? Um, I feel like, in general, Scream... I would say Scream 4 had a big, um, oh shit, as in, um, like, kills. Like, when, maybe it was the girl, the girl's name, was her name, somebody was named Jill, I feel like. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. But the, the, the girl that lived across the street and got gutted up and everything, when he stabs her right through the hand, I was, oh my fucking god, that, ow. And then at the end, Trevor, the boyfriend, when... (laughs) when he gets shot in the penis I'm like oh my fucking that was a shock I was like because you're not used to that no No. I was like oh but the whole franchise my biggest like anxiety inducing was Scream 2 um the cop car scene where Ghostface is knocked out and they have to climb over his body (sighs) whoo Yes, I think another Scream 2 one. Scream 2 was iconic. But I it think was. Scream 2 one um, is Randy's death when he gets. Oh my gosh, yeah. And you're like. Because oh. you know it's coming. Yeah. But it's just like literally in front of everybody, basically. Yeah. I think it goes back to even the first kill in that movie where you're like, this is a safe space. Because mostly horror movies, they're like, I'm at night, spooky ooky, yeah. nobody's around, can't hear you scream or whatever. But here it's like, Brate like, yeah, it's kind of the same effect as um, the Midsummer, Midsummer. Oh my God! So yeah, but where it's like um, that whole thing of being able to um, pull off horror during the daytime mm-hmm. is incredibly difficult, and I do think Scream. It is. They but did a really good job. Good job of creating it so like there is not a safe space. So it's a similar um, like claustrophobia. Now that I remember that word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> throwback um it's a similar claustrophobia to like nightmare on elm street yes there isn't a safe spot there's no safe none spot, you know? yes you can run and hide in the cabin you know yep. 
there is no safe zone. So I, I, I think that's very smart. It, it is. Um, I'm trying to think of other good oh shit moments that gave me anxiety. I mean, the whole series gave me anxiety at most parts. Um, I guess the thing that didn't work for me, I guess, no, let's get into the next, and then I'll tell you. So let's rank favorite screen movies. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You go first. Okay, Scream 1 is number one, of course. Yeah. Duh. Um, And then Scream 2. Yes. And then Scream 4. And then Scream 3. Shut the fuck up. That's literally... Yeah! And I was thinking about it yesterday. I was, like, on my lunch break. I'm, like, sitting here and I'm, like, okay, let me start to prep this stuff. Same. And, like, figure out what mine are. And I was, like, you know, like, one, two, four, three. Because the third one sucks. (laughs) The third one. And that's what I was about to get into. The thing that didn't work for me in the third one, which I know the backstory and... Um, Zach and I talked about it on the screen, especially, you know, the Columbine and everything. So the script was being changed, but I totally forgot until I watched the kill count on this, that stupid voice recording thing that just, it was too much. It was too much. And like, there's no way they don't even have anything now. And it's 2020 that has, that can duplicate somebody's voice. 100%. Exactly. There's, it's not, it doesn't work. And it's just like, I don't know. I just don't think it worked. I think like, I didn't like the whole setting of like the final kill. Like, yeah. Final, I didn't like the whole setting. Like, I don't know what it was about that house. It kind of felt like, I don't know. I feel like everyone has those like specific, um, like kind of sights when you dream, yes. you know, where it's like, okay, this is a place I dream about. It kind of has that feeling to it. And so it just lacks a lot of like reality to it. I don't know if that makes sense, but like, yeah, it, it takes me out of it. And it's, it's weird because like that one was, it was. I was like, this is like some Beverly Hills frou-frou. I think that's what it is. Like, the first one, you had a house, like, up in a hill, kind of secluded. The second one, you had that amazing... I mean, a college campus is spooky enough. But, like, that that crazy, ooky set design and everything with being on stage. And then you had the Beverly Hills house. And then even the fourth one, I was like, this is just somebody's house, like go big or go home. I was like, I would rather you have the final thing for the fourth one. I'm surprised they didn't go back or save that um, Stabathon barnyard moment. Right. I just like different locations, not just a house. Yeah. And I think barns make such a good, like, um, kind of final boss scene. Yes. You know, cause there's just a certain, like, seclusion and natural creepiness to barns. <laughs> yes, very much so. We, um... One of the houses that I grew up in was on a farm, a dairy farm in Blackshire, Georgia. And we had a barn in the backyard. And my bedroom, because this is how white trash, you know, um, the the bedroom was converted. It was a porch, but then they um, just put walls up and then closed in one part. So no AC or anything like that. And like, that was my room. But you know how porches are. They're separated from the house. So that's how... Yeah, like, I, in the room, speaking of being claustrophobic, was, like, literally probably, it was, like, the size of my walk-in closet. It was not, all I could fit in there was my twin-size bed, and then on the opposite, a, a dresser. And, but the window faced right where the barn was, okay. and my, my headboard, so anytime I was sleeping and I woke up, I was looking right at the barn, because nobody got money for curtains. Yeah, it was so creepy. I hated it so much. 
He is our built-in security system. Like, <laughs> he's watching that barn day and night. Yeah, it's, oh, I hated it. I hated but, it so much. But it's a okay, yeah, out. I'm therapy. <laughs> but you, so you understand the creepiness of barns because you yeah. grew up with it. <laughs> yes. And also, too, to add more, I don't know why, but, like, the bottom part of the barn, we had chickens and chicks and stuff like that. And um, at one time, part of the, the, the farm was a tobacco farm. Right, that makes sense. So I had those tobacco, I didn't know what they were, but they, and you're pro- people that are listening, and I don't even know, have you ever seen how they dry tobacco? No, I have not. It's basically, they look like um, broomsticks, okay. and then they have like spikes and nails, oh. and they close, and then they hang them like that, yeah. So those are laying around everywhere in one part of the barn, and then upstairs in the barn was fiberglass stuff, that insulation shit. So my mom was like, don't go in there. Like, but I thought it was cotton candy. And stupidly enough, I used to play on it. And yeah. Ow, fiberglass hurts. It hurt real bad. It took me one time to play in it. And then I was like, you know what? Like, I have learned my lesson. I am not living my Katy Perry teenage dream. Exactly. Oh my God. Baby Steven was totally there for that in like 2004. Right? Oh my God. You were, are you saying that you preceded Katy Perry? You're welcome, world. This just in, in a twisted <laughs> audience, never saw coming. Right. Like invented Katy Perry. Exactly. Oh, no, that's so funny to think because I literally was like, this looks like cotton candy. I'm going to play on it. And so yeah, it hurt. <laughs> I'm sure. Oh my God. <laughs> Idea for an, another horror movie throw somebody onto a pile of what they think is cotton candy, but it's fiberglass. <laughs> mm, that sounds like, I don't know. That sounds like something that was like. Oh. Movie. I don't know why yes. I started thinking about you know that scene in the last Saw movie where he's inside the the seed thing. Oh yeah, and the the this stuff comes. That was so dumb. Was it corn? <laughs> I feel like it was corn or I don't know. I don't... It was something. I... Oats maybe. That's which I'm not gonna lie, we had horses and horse feed is oh. basically oats and honey. That sounds I... delicious. I ate some. <laughs> like I'm a horse now. Nay, um, but like. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I feel like a lot of farm stuff is a mystery to me, even though, like, my mom grew up on a farm. But, like, I'm from Broward. So, yeah. like, there's what farm? Like, yeah. Unless you go to, like, Davie, and then even then it's, like, I don't know, middle class people being, like, I'm cosplaying as a farmer. <laughs> it's, and it's, like, actually, you can't wear those shoes because. <laughs> literally. And, I mean, I wouldn't know that. I'm just kind of, like, I wear flip-flops all day. <laughs> you know? Oh, my gosh, no. I used to have to wear boots to go walk because there's cow patties, and you don't want that on you, Mama. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'll never forget one time. Remember when um, – it was a Bobo brand, not Heelys, but like a Bobo brand. Uh, so the shoes turn into skates and I wore those and Cal shit got like shoved into the skates. Learn my lesson. So sad. Bobo was a word I didn't learn until I moved to Jacksonville. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, people like to say Bobo. And I love like, saying, uh, who, somebody was like, I haven't heard that in so long. And I was like, girl. <laughs> I say that now though. I, I say it all the time. <laughs> Things are bobo, and I'm just like, oh yeah, that's like a bobo version of this. Yeah, and people understand. They're like, oh okay, because saying like, oh, that's a generic brand is so it's, basic. It's a little bit of a sidetrack, but it's something I just want to put into your mind because it's a way I like to describe, um, like be not be list, like C list, D list celebrities. Yeah. As Walmart brand blank. Yes. It's the Walmart brand blank. Yeah. Um, I might just change it now to bobo. Yeah, the bobo. Like, and now yeah. I'm trying to think of somebody. 
I'm trying to think of a good one. I'm, uh, I see them sometimes, and it's usually like actors I don't know their names. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, this is like, you know. Bobo. The Bobo Jennifer Lawrence or something like yes, that. Yes, exactly. Who I, like, she's one of those celebrities, Jennifer Lawrence, who like, I have no real reason why I dislike her other than she kind of looks like a girl who is my enemy in high school. But That's good enough reason. Thank you. Like, I <laughs> rewatched Hunger Games recently. Because it was like on, it was on some, I think it was on Tubi or Platform, something. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, I'll rewatch Hundred Degree Games. And the whole time I'm like, I can't root for you because you look like this girl. <laughs> yeah. She hasn't done much lately, actually, now that I think about I think, it. I think she was she... in trouble that time she like pee, or like she didn't pee on them, but she like got, like rubbed her butt on a couple of like um, statues, like sacred statues in Hawaii or something. And so people were pretty mad at her. She's cursed. Yeah. So is Jennifer Lawrence now the Bobo version of Jennifer Lawrence? <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence is Bobo Jennifer Lawrence. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> I'm sure she's listening. She's like, oh, I hate you, Bobo. Yeah, Jennifer Lawrence. I loved that joke Zach makes. The Jennifer Lawrence, I know you're listening. <laughs> I know. He's like, Mr. Obama, I know you're listening. <laughs> no, you're here. Like, you're here. You're, you're listening. You're part yeah. of it. Definitely, definitely. So the next one is actually something I'm super excited for. I did this um, with Zach, and I think we already have some of the the same answers because uh, you share me she sneak peek. I but I had to do um, a recasting of Scream One with drag queens, and I call it drag her. So you you um, so well. Let me try to remember. So I have okay. So for. So for Casey Becker, so Drew Barrymore's character, I said Trixie Mattel. Because <laughs> I would just love to see her with a big-ass blonde wig and being like, honey, what's the movie, scary movie? Um, but then I feel like she would get serious real fast. And then um, Sydney Prescott, I said Adore Delano. Loved her. I'd feel like she'd just be sassy. Um, Bianca Del Rio as Gail Weathers. Because <laughs> it's Bianca, let's be honest. Um and then for Tatum, I said Katya. And I feel like a lot of people fail to remember that Katya is, because she is funny, but she's so beautiful too. So gorgeous. So I feel like she could pull off the whole like, oh, am I supposed to die? Girl, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then be like, oh shit, no, I don't want to die though. But she would be one to try to go through the, the doggy door and be like, I thought I could make it, girl. <laughs> It is, though, because she's, like, a contortionist. Exactly. She probably could. Yeah, she totally could have. Like, she could do it. So, do you want to give me a recast? Um, oops, sorry. I just dropped. Um, listen to it. Full disclosure, too, because I know Stephen mentioned it earlier. I didn't listen to it because I wanted to come with some fresh takes. Yeah. And then with, like, some stale takes to be like, oh, like, yeah, so I'm obviously going to listen to the episodes um, after. Good. Yeah, that was my choice. Um... And I think me and Zachary, we agreed on a door. Um, and then I need to go listen to it evidently again, too. I'm totally blanking on. I mean, we agree. Oh, I think he did. He had Bianca, or uh, I think he went with Bob the Dry Queen as Gail, which oh I could see Bob totally doing it, too. So I prefer Sydney. And this is, I have like a whole, like, I have prepared my thesis on why she should be Sydney, but it's a Shangela. And hear me out. You can't get fucking rid of Shangela. Much like you can't True. get rid of Every time you think Shangela's gone, there's the box. Hallelujah. Exactly. 
you know? And so, like, I feel like she could kill it. And also, Shangela's, like, got some fire in her. And, like, I love Shangela. Every time I see her in something, I, like, I get so excited and almost act like I know her personally. Oh, my God, guys, look, it's Shangela. It's (laughs) Sanji. And I feel like Sydney has that quality. So, like, She does. So that's my thesis on Shangela. I could see her being... <laughs> if I wanted a ghost face, I could get a ghost face. Because well, I am that type of girl. Because <laughs> I am what? Sickening. Me. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah, yeah. redo like one of her whole like final girl speeches. So Done. For Gail, I double casted Gail. Okay. So, I had two double casts. So either Bianca Del Rio, because fucking obviously. It, yeah. Or I could see Katya doing it. I could too. Doing it. And I think she could bring almost like if Dewey and Gail had a baby. Yeah. She likes to have the whole like kind of bimbo moment. Yep. So I could see her bringing that to it. So for Casey, Casey, I decided to go with, um, I wanted to mix it up a little. So I did double cast as well. So I did one of a drag queen, Steven and I both know and love. So Selmanilla, yes. is our baby angel and an icon and you should definitely follow her on Instagram because she is an up and coming and a queen. Yes. Um, iconic. Manila, like what you get when you eat Rami. <laughs> what she says is she's like over consumed or something like that or like toxic and over consumed or something. I'm totally butchering it, but it's so yeah. funny. Watch she's going to come for you. She's suing right? now for slander. <laughs> but <laughs> please sue me. Yeah. <laughs> but I put Bob the drag queen as Casey. Yeah, you're, like, big disagree. But, like, I could see her doing it. Like, I really, really could. And I think Bob just brings something a little extra special. Yeah. Like. I'm trying to imagine uh, Bob with that (laughs) that Casey Becker wig. It would be so intense. So, I don't know. I was thinking about Bob. And then Tatum. I had a very strong opinion about Tatum as well. Smalls because she has those long ass legs and those long ass legs hanging out that doggy door. I was about to say, change her if 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 Naomi Smalls played her, change it to where she tries to go legs first out the doggy door. Uh, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Because like I, it would just need to. The whole scene would be about the legs, and she's got yeah. that in her where she could do the whole like, oh, "What are you getting killed?" Yeah, like, yeah. Like I could see it. So I think that's my cast. So I, we did have a couple of like. We did have a couple of crossovers. Yeah, beautiful. Like, <laughs> yeah, I I'll have to digest Bob the drag queen as Casey Becker. That's okay. That's okay. You know, like I I understand. Hopefully, you have not canceled me. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm already tweeting your cancellation right now. <laughs> Hashtag Kelsey Martin is over party. <laughs> like, here's some dirt on her. <laughs> right. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, I I don't know. I would just have to. I have to mull it over. <laughs> well, that's fair. That is tough, but fair. I just like, I think she could bring something special. Yeah, she totally could. She's, she's so funny, though. She, yeah. I could see her kill- killing, honestly, all of the main female leads. So, scream, but just pop the drag queen. <laughs> just pop the drag queen. And different wigs. <laughs> Oh my god, just like different wigs and like really low budget, like so then just running around and like changing wigs. Yeah, well just like she did in Snatch Game. Yes, yes, yes. I think Icon, Icon. Icon, love her. Okay, so now that, and I did not put this on the outline, so I totally, um, don't hate me. Now that we've uh, talked about all the movies, I do have to ask, what are your thoughts slash wishes for Scream 5. Now that Nev Campbell 
and all of the original cast have um, signed on. So that was like my big piece around it was like, is the original cast going to be part of it? Correct. I don't care. Yeah. But since the original cast is part of it, I'm like invested. <laughs> so I'm like really, really excited. And I know you're also really excited because we just yes. met together like every everything. <laughs> like, hey, <laughs> have you thought about this? Oh my gosh, Courtney Cox posted this. Like, yeah, so annoying, and I love it. Yes. I, I think like I I want this to be the end. I do too. Like, and I talked about this in the yeah. I want it to be the end. I feel very strongly. I do too. But also like, I want them to come with like, I don't, I want them to keep the same kind of campy quality. I don't Mm -hmm. want them to kind of like go too out the window with it like that. Like just be like, oh. Well, have you seen Ready or Not? I have and I loved it. Well, the people that did that are doing Scream 5. So it's going to be campy. So it's going to be just, so I'm super excited for that. But I, I, I want it to be the end Yes, I want it to be the end. I want it to be done. Um, I don't know how it'll be done, but I want it to be done. Yeah. Um, I'm okay with Dewey dying. Same. Yeah, like, I'll, I'll probably cry if Gail, if Gail cries or cries, dies. Yeah. My whole thing, I said if they, to ending, I, I feel like to end it once and for all, kill off all three of the original yeah, but well, I don't know if they can though. Like, yeah, I think that would like be like, okay, it's done. But also, like, I don't know if they'll do it. I, I want it to be. If anything, I love and don't get me wrong, love Scream. I would say end it at least with this chapter because I really loved the Scream series, the TV series. So you could totally end the these characters and stuff right now and maybe even have Kirby be like the new Sydney or whatever and have like a completely different because yeah in actuality how long has it been like you're gonna have well I don't know look at Michael Myers and everything so it's like you're gonna have this you know continual well it's kind of different because like Michael Myers and Freddy Krueger and all them they're chasing after people and everything like that but like they're the same person in every single thing where Ghostface is different people trying to murder like Sydney. How many people are going to murder Sydney? At right. some point, girl, you got to realize, you got to look in the mirror and realize the problem is you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Taylor Swift. No. Yeah. Oh my God, what if Taylor Swift was the first kill? <laughs> I think a lot of people would enjoy it. Like I They would. I mean, I love Taylor Swift, but I would, I I would enjoy too, it. But I think a lot of people would have very strong feelings. Um, but... You know, <laughs> I just thought of... What? What? Taylor can't come to the phone right now. Why? Because she's dead. <laughs> Put in the scream voice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, oh, scream producers, I know you're listening. <laughs> Unfortunately, Steven is going to have to continue the rest of this episode by himself because I have deceased. So. Yeah. <laughs> I would cry. I'd be crying. <laughs> like, I just, amazing. Amazing. Yeah. I like. I could see them do it. Has Hayden decided she's coming back? They ha- there's no word on it. Mm-hmm. I think that would be interesting if she does. I love. I, I do too. Yeah. I. I it's so because her death was so. It's such a, a what if moment because she, you never really see her die. Don't you totally don't? What if she's the next killer? That's what I thought. Or I thought you know, like I said in our previous episode, if Sydney snaps and she's the killer. I think it could be really interesting to have them kind of like, I know they've alluded to it a little bit, but like full go on with like, or they've done it a little bit, but I feel like they could do it a lot stronger now of like kind of really have people gaslight Sydney and they think that she's the killer. 
Yep, exactly. I'm trying to think of other big celebrities that would be. I want that oh shit moment of like this super famous person that Cardi- you wouldn't think. Oh my god, Cardi B. <laughs> That's so bad. Right? Especially now you heard she's divorcing Offset. Do you know why? Because he couldn't touch that dangly thing that's swinging in the back of her throat. <laughs> oh. Wow. Yes, you're right. You're right. There was the dangly thing and it's untouched. It's untouched. So she said that. <laughs> Touched like that early 2000s Veronica song. I love how I love how serious you got. Like, oh my god, girl, spill the tea. Why? You know me. I love other people's drama. I know. I don't know the real reasoning, but no, I mean, yeah. I feel like yeah, that that would be some shit. Or could you imagine like totally like left field field if it was like Oprah or somebody that you just were like. You're like, are you okay? Are you going yeah. to Yeah, Meryl Streep, like... Uh, that would be funny. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Funny. I would like that. I like, I don't know, I think my new dream is for Cardi, and I'm going to start petitioning, but... Yeah, like, I think Cardi B would be the the, <laughs> the best person. Cardi to be in a horror movie. I don't know, I don't know if that's something she's interested in, but I hope she is, because that's what I want for her. Yeah, I do. Yeah, that would be uh, amazing. Um... <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I just can't stop thinking of her singing WAP to Ghostface. <laughs> like, Ghostface would be like, uh, <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> On second thought. I need to leave this one because yeah. hit brewing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah I, yeah, I love how we're like, um, we keep naming all these females, and there's no men that we're like, oh, yeah, he would be oh, interesting. Well, now Chris Evans. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Did you see his tweet yesterday? <laughs> and I sent you in Jamie. Oh, we did send it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, my. Activia ass came out. She, she was like, hey. Oh, my God. What if Jamie Lee Curtis was the first kill in Scream by <laughs> Honestly, I would be here for. It. I doubt she could do it contractually, but because of like I don't know, like she's gonna be in the next Halloween, I think again. Exactly, too. yeah. I don't know. She would do another slasher, but like it would be incredible. It would be amazing. I I think I would die, or like I don't know. I want her to just be in the background randomly, like oh, there's yeah, me. yeah. They could kill off Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if Ellen could get hired right now. So I've had beef with Ellen for a while because, like, I'm a union lady. And, like, yeah. he did cross that picket line and, like, made shit hell for, like, people yeah. during the strike in the early 2000s um, to the point where a lot of writers quit or even, like, um, I know we both love My Favorite Murder. I know one of the girls yeah. was a writer and, like, left. But, like, hearing all this stuff come out about her now, I'm glad that people are finally speaking up. I just, yeah. Like, stronger so that way they could actually do something yeah i um didn't know all the bullshit actually miss mojo um just did a video i think today it's like uh 10 times that ellen degeneres crossed the line and i'm like i'm crying that you also watch miss mojo yes all the time that's how i get my news (laughs) the what yes I watch Nikki Swift when I'm like anxious or when I'm stressed out. I will just sit there and be like, what are 10 things I didn't know about Tom Cruise? Exactly. Some random, you're like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. And so now I have all these like random fun facts about celebrities. I'm like, actually, as a child, did you know 
Russia. <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel about, uh, that's why now my new obsession is watching the dead meat kill count on YouTube. Because I'm in a spooky season, so. I'm so excited. I will definitely check it out. Like, I it's wrote it so down. It's so good. It's I just, so. Every time I talk to you, I leave with, like, a list of recommendations. I know. I literally have a list now, too. I can't wait. But yeah, you'll have to watch uh, I'll send you my passwords and stuff um, from Shudder the host. And they also have really, really good um, documentaries and they're all horror movie based. We watched um, Scream Queen My Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Bitch. Because you know how Nightmare on Elm Street 2 Freddy's Revenge is like the gayest movie. There is, I wouldn't even say, it's not, like, um, gay subtext. It's, it's gay overtext. It's dom text. It's not subtext. Yeah, it's dom. It, so it's the, the actor that played um, Jesse in that, who is gay. It's the whole document and how it, like, kind of fucked his career up because in the 80s, being gay, and it was right when AIDS started becoming a thing, it was, like, so he was afraid to come out of the closet, but then, like, this movie, people were like, oh, he has to be gay if he's willing to act like this. But it's just, it's so good. We watched it the other night, and it's really good. And it does, now that I watched it as an adult, too, I'm like, this is such a gay movie. <laughs> it's so gay. What do you think is the gayest horror movie? Um, besides that one. <laughs> he's like, I just fucking killed you. <laughs> yeah, dumb bitch. <laughs> um... Oh, it's how, there's actually uh, a gay horror movie. Well, it's, um, so Hulu has the Into the Dark se- series and they had Midnight Kiss. Actually, yeah. and it has Scott Evans and then um, the other actor too. They're in that and they're in that rom-com I was telling you about too. Yeah. But I enjoyed that. But now I'm trying to think of like a stereotypical one that you're like, oh, but that, Fr- Freddy too is really the gayest. VV guy, the VV guy, and you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and say the Scream series. Is it is because I don't know. I feel like you know me. I'm very femme. I yep. like. I even as a straight woman, I'm very gay friendly. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know me, but like, I feel like the campiness. The camping, yeah. That's the yeah. Very very campy. Very very gay friendly. That's what I yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm going to go ahead and say most of the Friday the 13th are a little gay. Because even, like, that whole scene with, like, Johnny Depp is, like... You mean Nightmare on Elm Street? Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm so dumb. Get your shit together. <laughs> you don't know the difference. Okay, but, like, sexual awakening time. Johnny Depp in that crop top. <laughs> I'm going to say. And, like, I have whiplash. Do we hate him? I can't tell. It's like I know. She's the abuser. So I'm, like... I, I know. They're both abusive, and I'm done with both of them. Both of them, yeah. It... Oh my gosh. So yeah, that scene and then and Freddy too with the whole when he his girlfriend tries to kiss him and he's like oh, and he goes to his best friend's house and he's like can I sleep and he's like you want to sleep with me and I was like do it. <laughs> Childhood Stephen is like I'm taking notes. <laughs> right. I feel like it's so cuz me and my me and Brandon were talking about this cuz we watched that documentary and we were like if we had a movie, if that movie came out in 2020, the gays would be like, yes, we have a Scream Queen. But back then they were like, oh, what a fairy, you know, derogatory. Like, but now it'd be like, oh my God, yes, finally the gays get some screen right. time. And we're not like the butt of the joke. 
right? I would say, I think that there is a little bit of gayness to Silence of the Lambs. Oh, for sure. Like, you know, you know he is, you know he is not a straight man. He is not. not a straight man. No. Even though the, the character of Buffalo Bill is so problematic. Terrible. Terrible. For the longest time, like... the first horror movie I ever saw, which is why I do have love for it. Actually, I I showed you my tattoo for Silence of the Lambs, right? Yes. Love it. On the back of my arm. Yes. And people are like, oh, what a cute dog. I'm like, thanks. It's from Silence of the Lambs. But... How do you not... (sighs) Anyways. People are like, oh, is that your childhood dog? And I'm like, sure. Um, (laughs) But... It is, yeah, Buffalo Bill is incredibly problematic. And I read the book series last summer and I was like, wow, you hate trans people. Yeah. But Hannibal is such an excellent character. And like, I'm a big Anthony Hopkins fan. Um, I actually went to high school with his niece, which is like. I thought you were were saying you went to high school with him. And I was like, "Mm, I don't believe that. (laughs) But she like, I don't know. I think, I don't think he's a straight man. Like, I think Hannibal is like, I've always loved a lot of Disney villains because I think they kind of play into that. Um, you know, oh yeah, sociology moment, that whole like um, fop characteristic, you know, mm-hmm. that whole like um, that whole fop stereotype, and like I love a good fop, and like Hannibal is definitely a big fop. You know, I love a good wop. Fop and wop, <laughs> a fop wop. I love a good wab. Wab. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> a wet ass bussy. <laughs> I feel like some people are like, wait, <laughs> if this is the first episode you're picking up on. <laughs> Mom, if you're listening, don't. <laughs> yeah, don't. Just like Googling. <laughs> I will tell you later. <laughs> I got it. Uh, well, thank you so much. Um, I'm sure we're going to talk after this, though. But um, any before we go, any recommendations? I know you've thrown a lot out there and everything. Um, let me think if there's any recommendations. Um, I did just rewatch Glee. <laughs> Not a recommendation. It's more of a... Where Leah Michelle plays Leah Michelle. <laughs> okay, but can we talk about how hot Kevin McHale is? Okay, so he's not my type. Oh, but, but he's mine. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, rewatching it, I was like, did we think he was straight? I never, I never, yeah. I mean, I picked up on it, but then I also was like... I just, none of his relationships with women I ever buy... Right. I was like, Artie was gay. Like, Artie, yeah, for sure. And then I feel like it's so problematic now. <laughs> There's just so much on that show that I'm like. It's a really problematic show. I almost turned it off for the episode with the porta potty and the trans. Oh students. my God, yes. That made me like really mad. And like the way Sue Sylvester just like was fully transphobic and just the transphobic things all the time. And I was just All like, the time. I'm like, who's writing this? J.K. Rowling. <laughs> I'm like, no wonder this was on fucking Fox. Like, yeah. I feel like Ryan Murphy, though, was trying to, like, show you how it is, but it's kind of like... He does that. He does that. He 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 did that. I stopped watching Glee after, like, season three or four. That's the thing. I stopped watching after season two, and I maybe watched half season three when it was on. And so I saw it, and I was like, you know, after Naya died, I was like, you know, I want to kind of, like... I know. She has the oh, don't get emotional. She has like the best solos and stuff, but then like also the duets with her and Amber Riley. Yeah, the only couple I truly stand is her and Brittany. Yes, her. yes. Kurt and Blaine were toxic. Toxic. I was watching and I was like, oh my god, you guys won't stop cheating on each other. Like, exactly. Yeah, Brittany and Santana were like 
Oh my God. I'm so glad that they, um, they started to give Naya more time to shine. But of course in her book and in real life, you know, reports that Lee and Michelle, it was her way or no way. So I'm just like, could you imagine how different it would have been if Naya got her, got more screen time? Amber Riley. Cause I'm sorry, Lee Michelle, even though she's a whatever bitch can sing, there's no denying that. A few times she was singing solos and I was like, wow, these are chills. Yeah, exactly. But I'm like, you have equally, if not better, uh, females around you. Look and- me in the eye and tell me Leah is a better singer than Amber. I oh, there's. No fucking way. Fucking or even the the actor who played Unique. I think. Oh my god! Al- oh yes. Look in the eye and say that um Alex is less talented than Leah. Bitch, no. Like Alex and just musical theater nerd out moment most recently and Once on the Island. Incredible. Have you watched the Have you watched the Once on the Island stuff with Alex? I'll send it. I to have you. not. Yes, yeah, send her. it to me. Yeah. I remember um watching the Glee project when it was out and he was on there. Yeah. <laughs> The Irish character was awful. Oh right? my god, date oh but he was a second sectioning <laughs> sexual awakening. Was he? We we will never fight over the same man. Except no, for- we won't. Yeah, <laughs> he. Uh, I mean, not that character, but I feel like the actor in general, because just because he's Irish and has blue eyes and is beautiful. The character was just such a hornball. It was so bad. Yeah, like I don't know, and Mike Chang deserved better. Okay, but can we talk about how hot he is? <laughs> <laughs> this man we will fight over. And like he's a hornball. Anyway, let's talk about Yeah. I know. Ew, gross. Oh, let's talk about how hot he is. Oh my gosh. Oh. Also, burning question that I've had. Because I know we're both fans of Trixie and Katya. So in this relationship, who's Trixie and who's Katya? You know, I'm usually the Trixie, but I think between us, I think I might be the Katya. Oh my god, I was thinking the same thing. (laughs) I'm usually the Trixie in, like, other relationships, because, like, I don't know, but I feel like I might be the Katya. Literally, that's why I've been struggling with it so long, because I was like, but Kelsey is a Trixie. I have the cats and stuff, you know? Yeah. I could take it. I'll be fine. I love her. I love them both. I'm a little mad at Trixie right now, but it's okay. Why? Well, man, she didn't speak up about Black Lives Matter at all. <gasps> People were like, you know how all the drag queens were coming out and were taking down the videos with Jeffree Star? Mm. Because, like, they should. Like, yep. I'm going to say this as publicly as possible. Trash. Fuck Jeffree Star. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I believe that in everybody. But Shane Dawson. Yeah, man, I know you were heard about Shane Dawson. I was, I was so hurt. I, I didn't it- know. I didn't know about any of it. I didn't know. And I, I was so dramatic with it. I was so dramatic when I was like, unfollow. <laughs> I unfollowed. I unfollowed him. I unfollowed Ryland. I think I still follow Morgan. <laughs> I still follow Morgan. Yeah. I think I follow Ryland, but he. I might unfollow her. Whatever. Like, Ryland pissed me off with his whole, like, tweet. Whatever. Yeah. Um, this is a drama podcast now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but. Trixie, people were like going to her, like other drag queens and stuff, being like, "Hey, girl, like take down your video with Jeffrey Star, like publicly denounce Jeffrey Star," and she just was like, "Oh, I'm I'm staying out of the drama." It's like, but you, oh, now I'm upset with her. I am too, and like I'm a big ass Trixie fan. I know you are too. I love her music. I know. Like I haven't tried her makeup yet, but I was like very close to buying one of the lipsticks. I'm like, well, now I'm gonna wait. Yeah, I love how. (laughs) 
<laughs> I love how fast. So this is how you know you have good people in your life. <laughs> when you when you send problematic things that people have done and they're like, nope. So my sister-in-law last year, we got her some Shane Dawson and Jeffree Star makeup and everything right. like that. And so we sent her, you know, hey, like, she goes, it's going in the trash now. <laughs> it has to. It has to. I think I had one um, Jeffree Star lipstick. I didn't buy it myself. I think someone else bought it for me. And I was like, oh, thanks. I already didn't like him, but I was like, cool. Great. Yeah. I always thought it was like super like flaky. Anyway. And I think but it's that, such a, speaking yeah, of, speaking of flaky though, I feel like it's a very, a PR move that he's dating who he's dating now. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Let me sip my. <laughs> yeah, you're going to sip your cider. I'm going to sip my beer. We're still masked. <laughs> We're masked. <laughs> Wait, your man voice. Yeah. (laughs) If I ever had to be cast in a movie as a straight man, that's what I would sound like. Like every man in a Jacksonville gas station. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Hey, little mama. (laughs) Uh, Oh my god, you sound like the guy who's like, "Can you move out of the way so I can get the menthols?" (laughs) I don't know. Do men just smoke menthols? I don't know. Sure. I don't associate with them. I don't know. Yeah, with men. Yeah, fuck them. But no, okay. I like I don't know. I feel like even like the straight men I hang out with have like a feminine quality to them. Yeah. Like I don't hang out with masculine men, so I don't know. Do they smoke menthols? Somebody. I else? don't know. I don't hang out with anybody. So. <laughs> a lot of you have been asking if I smoke menthol as a straight man. <laughs> so um, today on this TikTok. <laughs> you know, Haley and Amanda, and that's been our ongoing joke. Is a lot of you have been asking. Yes. <laughs> The best joke. The best it joke. It's a lot of you been asking about my um, routine when waking up in the morning. So here's me taking a big jump. Oh my god! <laughs> nobody asked at all. Asked. Or all the time to each other. Like I know for Amanda's birthday, we all like send each other little videos, being like, "A lot of you have been asking whose birthday it is." <laughs> I love I love those videos, and I love apology videos. <laughs> I love a good apology video where it's no makeup, gray hoodie. Great. And they're like, I never thought I would be making this video. Laura Lee apology video. Oh my. Top tier. It is. (laughs) That's the standard. It's, man, it is the standard. The standard. And even though Uh, Jason sucks, he does make a good apology video. He does, yeah. Like he does. <laughs> They're the best though. Like But just I love a good apology video. Um I also love how Jeffrey and um Shane's apology videos are exactly the same. Yeah. Like oh, Rylan wrote the script probably. Yeah, I don't know who that person is. Like yeah. third person that's not me over there who did these things. You know? Right. Don't take accountability or anything. Like it's fucking fine. That's why I feel like Lord forbid knock on wood, if I ever get cancelled. I would own up and be like, I'm fucking, I feel like that's why, like, nowadays, if people get canceled or something like that, if they're genuinely like, oh, shit, I didn't realize I done fucked up. And, so, like, we'll talk about the controversial KP. Yeah. And she was like, it took me until my people sat me down and was like, this is why we, white girls don't do box braids and stuff. And she was just like, who fucking approved this? And they're like, we're scared of, like, to tell Katy Perry. Right? And she was like, no, like, don't. And so, like, 
when people are genuinely like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, I, I'm, I'm an idiot. Because uh, mama, I was that way. I was that way. I think everyone has had like a problematic past. And I think for people who say that they don't are liars. Like one of my like, one of my favorite Gloria Steinem articles is like her talking about how she has to like consistently grow and update her feminism and like mm-hmm. make mistakes and learn from them. And like, I feel very lucky. I have like a very, very solid group of friends who are like very willing to be like, hey, Kelsey, what the fuck? Yep. <laughs> but that's the same way. Like, I feel like if I got canceled tomorrow, like even like, if I'm like, say something and somebody is like, hey girl, I felt like that was microaggressive. I don't yeah. like double down and be like, no. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm really sorry. Let me do some reflection on it. And then I usually yep. take a couple of days and think and then come back and I'm like, hey, like I recognize what the issue was. Exactly. Yeah, it's not like another person did these yeah. six months ago. You know, yeah, like, no. No, 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 no. Take accountability. I don't know. And I, like, I started to get a little, like, around Shane where it's just, like, every single person he made a documentary of was a racist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now I'm thinking back, like, yeah. I hated the Jake Paul one. I said I didn't even watch it. Dude, that one was rough. Because they're trash. I the Jeffrey one because it just made me mad. I, I, I feel like a lot of it was um planned and, like, fake the fact that they had to be like this isn't fake this is real i was like hmm. you're like yeah no so genuine like people when they're being genuine usually remind you that they're being genuine all the time yeah <laughs> it just sucks that yeah it it is what it is it is, it is. but you know what we're learning we're growing and most yeah. important, we're screaming <laughs> yeah so again thank you yeah let me wrap this up and be professional and yeah. then we can both yeah. go work on our apology video yeah, I, I'm going to get my gray hoodie ready. And, yes. Um, yeah, I can't wait to cry on camera and then say, like, I didn't mean, I didn't, I promised myself I wouldn't cry. Oh, my God. That's, like, the number one thing. Um, or they stop and they're, like, and I'm, like, you're just trying to think of what to say. And they're, like, I'm not going to cry. Um, but, and they're, like, I don't want to drag anybody else into this. But... <laughs> Stephen Rice did it. Right, exactly. <laughs> I'm not going to name names, but Stephen Schleich. <laughs> it rhymes with Stephen, and it's a kind of grain. <laughs> I honestly can't think of any other grains right now. Neither. <laughs> I don't know. But thank you so much. Um, I'm sure we're going to chat offline, but again, um, this episode has been fun and great, and I'm so glad. Um, I guess in 2022, we're going to have to do a, maybe we'll do a Scream review of Scream 5, now that we have to wait forever today. And it's just going to be us screaming five times. Exactly. And that's it. End recording. (laughs) All right. We're done. I love you. I love you. Beautiful. What an amazing chat with an amazing person about an amazing franchise. Thank you so much to Kelsey Martin for joining me again on the Sunshine Steven podcast and talking about Scream. And guess what? Next week, I have her sister on, Kira. We're, it's it's going to be great. It's going to be beautiful. The topic is, ew, don't discriminate against those with special needs because I think it's an important thing to talk about. And I'm just super excited for that as well, too. Um, but until next time, you can follow my journey and follow me and all that, you know, shiz at Sir Stephen Rice on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Well, stay safe out there. Have a fantastic weekend. And until next time, have a fantastic day.